Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Is Laiatu Latu the next great Minnesota Vikings pass rusher? When it comes to the NFL draft, there's quite a few different ways that things can go. An edge rusher has been an incredibly popular pick. Laiatulatu has been the most popular draft selection for the Minnesota Vikings so far through five weeks. What is he good at? Why would he be there? And is there something that could cause him to potentially go undrafted? We're going to break it all down here on the latest episode of Skull Search. Welcome to Real Porno Show, hosted by Tyler Bornis. The managing editor of USA Today's Vikings Wire, writer for the College Football Network, publisher of Substack Run In Shooter, host of The Good, The Bad, and The Hungry on the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network, as well as a founding member of Vikings First and Skull. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Skull Search. My name is Tyler Fornis. With me, as always, is producer Dave. And that man you see on the screen is Layatu Latu, the UCLA edge rusher. It's a very interesting conversation, and we're going to talk about it. This is almost as good as talking about the big round bellies because he plays next to and with the big round bellies. So I know Dave's a little excited. Let, let's start breaking him down. Let's kind of talk about the measurables first, okay? He's a fifth-year senior from UCLA, and this is going to be the most interesting thing. He's a transfer from Washington. Why is this important? He medically retired with a neck issue. Yes, he medically retired with a neck. That's going to come into play as we continue to talk about his draft process. But for now, we're going to focus on the film. Yes, Dave. I heard it was just a tweak. No, he medically retired due to a neck. 
I know what you're doing. No, we're, we're not going to go into what a tweak is. No, <laughs> medically retired with the neck. Now, some of you may remember Jalen Phillips looks very similar to Laiatulatu. How does he look similar? They have the same number and a very similar body type. Phillips retired from UCLA due to concussions and then went to Miami. So it's kind of an inverse where UCLA brought the player in who is medically retired to play for them instead of medically retiring them. But he's 6'5", 265, fifth-year senior. He was a four-star recruit for 24-7 sports. In his career, 23.5 tackles for loss, 24 sacks, four passes defended, five forced fumbles. And look, this is a very good football player. And let's talk about some of the good. It's truly impressive watching his film. And let me start here. Most edge rushers coming out of the NFL draft have one to two defined pass rush moves. Latu has six to eight. You don't find a technically proficient pass rusher like that. Guys like Von Miller and Miles Garrett weren't that technically refined at this point. They were incredibly explosive and freaks of nature athletically, which is the why they went first and second overall in their respective draft classes. But they weren't this technically sound. And there's something to be said for being technically sound over being a hyper athlete. Being a great athlete is a wonderful, wonderful thing. But it's not the only thing. And Latu, I think, is going to test as a good to like slightly better than good athlete. He's not a great athlete. And that shows on film. There's nothing wrong with that because you know what? It's kind of like the Daniel Hunter thing. Hunter's a great athlete, but he's not super quick off the ball. But he's so good at everything else that it doesn't matter. And Latu's going to be in that similar mold where he's so good at all the little things that being a hyper athlete and being explosively quick off the ball isn't going to matter as much for his game, whereas it would for somebody else's. And I think that's important to know. All right. He's got incredibly active hands and he's very comfortable in whatever position that UCLA throws at him. So they'll have him dropping back. They'll have him standing up hand in the dirt, whatever they ask him to do. He's pretty comfortable with it. Uh, one thing that's really impressive with Latu is not just that he has active hands, he has accurate hand placement. So one thing as a defensive lineman you want to do is you want to maximize your leverage. You want to maximize getting the uh, offensive lineman off balance. So by punching, you want to get square in the shoulder and you want to hit hard by knocking that back shoulder up and getting them off axis. They lose a lot of their power. So then if you get that punch, you can get underneath them, speed to power, and just drive them back with a bull rush. If you uh, knock them off balance like this, then all of a sudden, hey, you have this shoulder moving inside. Now I can spin around because they're not going to be able to whip around and be able to block them. There are so many little things that you can do with these things. Is that Viking Jerome? Viking Jerome, I haven't seen you in a hot minute. Welcome to the show, my friend. Welcome. Uh, And he does that so well. And it's not just with one move. It's not just, Hey, I'm going to use the long arm or I'm going to speed the power of bull rush. He likes to set defenders up. So he'll, he'll punch here and then immediately go to a spin move. And some of those things As, like Viking drone mentions, Anthony Barr, Barr, hyper athlete style pass rusher where He's going to be super bendy. He's going to run around the edge and he's going to do those things really well. That's what he was at UCLA. That is not how 
Latu wins. Latu can bend a little bit. He doesn't have phenomenal bend, but it's very capable. And it's a good tool to have when you look at everything else. And I love what, what he brings to the table, but it's not just that. He does have good quickness off the ball, but it's not... like Chop Robinson is the quickest off the ball in this class by far. He just has a different gear. He doesn't start in first gear. That shifter is already in third by the time he gets off the ball. So it's just a different level, but he's more than capable to get off the ball and he uses his hands really well and he, it softens the edge. Now, here's what that means. When you use your hands well and you place them and you get the offensive lineman off axis and off balance, you can make the angle softer. It doesn't have to be as sharp and it can just be an easier path to the quarterback. And I think that is what's really important with talking about his game. It's about making things easy and that hand placement and being able to utilize getting guys off balance. It's so easy for him. And because it's so easy for him, to me, that tells you it's a, a trait that's going to translate because he's playing top level competition. He's not playing in the FCS. He's not playing JV kids. He's playing big boys. And to me, that speaks a lot of volume. So I love what Latu brings from a technical standpoint. He has an element of power and he's able to drive the offensive linemen all out of their anchor. And he can do swim moves. He can speed to power, club rip, anything and everything. I've seen this guy use a multitude of moves to win. And it's truly the most impressive technical pass rusher I've seen in my time uh, scouting the NFL draft. It's it's awesome. <laughs> Dave, I don't know how you feel about the technical side versus the pure athleticism, but I'm a big fan. Well, you can always you can always win with technique. If the technique sound, you can win. I had a coach teach me that long time ago that as a, a lineman, you can defeat a, another lineman that's 100 pounds heavier than you are if your technique is sound and you use it properly. That's the same thing with defensive ends. If his technique is sound, he's taking his footwork correctly as he steps into the, that tackle or whatever it is, he has multitude of moves he could use. You talked about the punch and turning the shoulder, spinning the shoulder. You forgot that's the perfect spot to either come up and rake that inside shoulder as it comes to you or swim over the top. Those are also moves that can be used in that same situation to defeat that tackle. And that tackle might see you, him come in, do that, and then spin. And then the next time when the tackle's playing the rep and he does that, the tackle's now going to overcompensate for that spin. Well, if he overcompensates for that spin, gets his arm caught and then pushed over, he does the tackle twists. <laughs> on the way, and Latu gets to the quarterback. And if it's if he's got those many things mastered already, like he sounds like he does, he's a, he's a no-brainer for any team not to want, you know, mm-hmm. not to want him on their team. Every team is going to want, hey, we could always use a yeah. very, very good edge rusher, and this kid is one. Question is, like you said earlier, the medicals and where he falls in the draft and who takes him. Yeah, it, it's going to be a really interesting process to really 
have that conversation because I don't know how many teams are going to love the fact that he's a technical guy versus an explosive guy. And we're going to have more conversations about his draft stock later because of what I mentioned earlier in the show. Let's talk about some negatives and we're not going to talk about health as a negative because we don't know it, but we know enough to have the conversation of, Hey, if this looks like this, then we'll do this. One of the things I really liked about Latu was he had some quickness in short spaces. If you get him moving in the open field, he's a lumberer. He does not move super fluid, super clean, and he's not fast. So that is a problem. And that needs to be looked at from multiple perspectives. I like Latu, but if he has to do any kind of dropping or, hey, I need to run and chase, it's not his game. So he needs to really stay in condensed sets. Oh, excuse me. I had heard. Odie, uh, Odie made I me go on a walk with him. And, <laughs> I had heard or read on different scouting reports on Latu that you are correct. He's not going to be a guy that's going to trail mm-hmm. a wide receiver, but he could play a little bit of zone in the flat and then be effective playing zone at least interrupting the pass, which is what you're wanting to do, or making the tackle if the the receiver has, you know, the good fortune of catching it. Yeah, it's it's interesting to kind of see the difference between quickness and overall speed. And Delton mentions that hey, it means he has a low ceiling. I'm not gonna go so far as to say he has a low ceiling. I don't necessarily think that's the proper verbiage, but I understand where you're coming from because the best pass rushers have this super high athleticism bar. And when you have that super high athleticism bar and you don't meet it, it like it can be easy to be like, Hey, I just don't think this guy is going to be an elite level pass rusher. I'd say this, geez, uh, all I got is I, I took a breath and there's an Odie fart. My goodness. <laughs> oh, boy. Gas, um, gas, gas. Yeah, no joke. So to me, the difference between Latu and most of the guys that I believe Delton you're alluding to is this. Latu is technically superior to almost everybody that could be grouped in that bucket because he wins with six to eight moves and they're proficient. That puts him on a different level. It puts him ahead of the curve. It's like moving a fifth grader back to third grade and having them take the standardized tests. He, he already knows what he's doing. He already knows how to handle himself. He understands how to link together moves, counter moves, setups. He, he already has that so proficient that I think it's, it, you still want to have that elite athleticism, but it's less of a factor for him. If he has a relative athletic score of like 7.5, then it would be for somebody like you mentioned, Kenny Willikis. It just, it's not going to matter as much because of how technically sound and proficient he is. And will it, how much will it matter later on? That's a great question. I think that's where the debate is. What is that true ceiling? I don't think it has a low ceiling, but I think his ceiling would be lower than a chop Robinson because of that elite level athleticism and get off the ball. Maybe you get like 85% of what chop Robinson could potentially be. But I think the floor, because of his technical proficiency, is going to be significantly higher because he knows how to win multiple ways. How so would you it, compare it, him to DJ Wanham? 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I have a difficult time comparing guys to players who are already in the NFL. Coming out, Latu is like 10 times better than Wanam. Right now... I think Wanham is better, but Wanham also has four years in the league where he's battled all these elite level tackles and has kind of figured out how to make it work and maneuver. So if you had to, if for 2024, a healthy Wanham or a healthy Latu, I'd probably take Wanham. For the future, it's Latu, and I don't think it's close. But that that's kind of the difference between four years in the league and not having played a single snap in the league. So I, I, I have... Starter ready. Yeah, I think so. I think if there's one edge rusher in this class you would want starting day one, if you had to pick one, it's Latu. Because he's so technically sound and he knows how to win in so many ways. If he gets frustrated by a guy just stonewalling him, oh, move one didn't work. Oh, let's go to move two. Oh, that didn't work. Move three. Oh, that didn't work. Move four. Oh, there we go. That's working. And now you can open up the bag of tricks. So I'd feel more comfortable with him starting over other players in a similar spot because of what his background and skill set is. Now let's, let's talk about the bend because it's not an elite trait. He can bend well enough, like a six out of 10, but a six out of 10 can be considered a real weakness. Um, He gets around the bend well due to the quickness and hand usage, but he doesn't get horizontal. So he gets around the corner, but he doesn't have that ankle flexion where that ankle bend to like almost put his body at a 45 degree angle so he can get around the corner. That's not his game. And he's not going to be able to win consistently with that. And that's going to hurt him to an extent because that gives you a bag in your toolbox to be able to take care of that. And it, if they don't have to worry about you bending around the corner, well, guess what? Then they play you completely differently. And that's just one area where you can't take advantage of. Like that stuff all matters. Now we have to talk about the elephant in the room. He retired due to a neck injury. I don't know enough about this. To me, I can't really say that he is for sure a guy that you have to take off your board or if he's completely clean. But if you medically retire from a neck, that's a problem. I will say though, in the world of professional wrestling, neck injuries are incredibly common. A lot of these guys, like pro wrestling is kind of like a car crash in, in a similar way to what the NFL is. They have neck fusion surgery. They're back in a year. I don't know what his neck looks like. It could be way worse than anything wrestlers have had. There are plenty of wrestlers who can never wrestle again. 
Tyson Kidd uh, broke his neck on a muscle buster from Samojo. Never wrestle again. Big E took a nasty suplex on the floor, broke his C1. The C1's like up here. It's not not even like on your neck. It's like it, in your head, essentially. He may never wrestle again. But if you're talking C4, C5, C6, those are significantly easier to fix for long-term health and to be able to uh, function in either the NFL or professional wrestling. So I don't know enough about it. I don't know if there's any kind of arthritis, degeneration of the discs and cartilage. There's too many what ifs. And Viking Jerome mentions, hey, he had neck surgery. He absolutely did have neck surgery. To my understanding, it was minorly, it was a minor procedure in comparison to what a, a neck procedure could be. And he came back within a year. He was just fine. Never had any issues since. I don't believe he's going to have any more issues. We haven't heard of him having to have any more issues. So I'm fine with it with Hunter. I just don't know about Latu and that not knowing it's really tough, Dave. It's really tough. And because of that, I have no idea if he's going to even be a draftable prospect. I just don't know, but let's, let's talk about the grades based on the film, not including the medical data because I don't know. And because I don't know, I can't quantify it. So I can only give you the numbers based on, Hey, I believe in this guy. I believe that this guy is really good. He's a good football player and he can do a lot of things for you. That's exactly what, what this guy is as an edge rusher. He is my edge number two. I love Laia Tulatu. He is currently the eighth player ranked on my board as the time of this recording. I still have a few players that I expect to rank higher than him. That includes uh, Caleb Williams, Olufashanu, Joe Alt, probably guys like Talis Fuaga. There's going to be a few players that surpass him. So he'll probably finish around like 12th, which would be right in the range of the Minnesota Vikings. If they are comfortable with him as a pass rusher, which I don't see why not. Brian Flores has worked with plenty of guys who are more technicians than explosive athletes. And I can see me completely fine with that. I will say, is that something Quace he'll be fine with? I don't know. We also don't know what they'll believe with the neck. They actually just let go their head trainer uh, a few weeks ago. So who knows what the new head trainer is going to think? There's going to be a lot of questions surrounding Latu, but we're going to have answers. Answers are going to come from the scouting combine. And once we get those answers, we're going to truly understand what his draft stock is. Right now, I think 11 is fair. I think it's a fair spot. And Delton's like surprised at eighth. You got to remember the way I construct my big boards is different than everybody else. I don't stack a player until I have a final grade. So right now my big board is 39 players because that's how many I've watched in full. So I don't have guys like Olu Fashanu, Joe Alt, Caleb Williams. They're not on there yet. I'll get there. Offensive lineman. I'm going to watch late because we don't have a significant needed offensive line. And I want to be able to get the reports out for players that we 
do need, the positions we do need. Yeah, well, high in the draft, we don't need an offensive lineman. That no, that, that's why I'm holding off on the position as a whole because I want to focus on. Hey, we could take edge, we could take quarterback, we could take cornerback, and then I watch a ton of wide receivers because I just love watching wide receivers. And quite frankly, we do have a need, and it's not insane to think that we could take one in round one. It's not going to happen, but it's not insane to think about. So Latu, 87.0, first round grade. He is currently eighth on my board. The only guys ahead of him in order, Marvin Harrison Jr., Drake May, Terry and Arnold, Chop Robinson, Malik Neighbors, Jaden Daniels, Romo Dunze. Good football player. We'll see. Well, where do you think he's going to fall in draft order. And I know we do mock drafts consensus across Mm -hmm. the board to figure out where players are put and in what tiers. Mm -hmm. What tier is he falling in? Top 10, middle third, uh, bottom third, second round, where? I think 11 to 20. Um, I'd lean more towards the back end of that. So like 16 to 20 is probably the range I expect him to go. And if he goes a little bit higher or a little bit lower, I wouldn't be surprised if medicals are good. He's not getting out of the first round. If medicals are bad, he could go undrafted. We just don't know. There's not enough information that is available to me for me to be able to quantify and make that decision. So you guys know me. I'm just going to tell you straight up. I'm not going to beat around the bush. That's, I just don't know. And if I don't know, you know what? That's okay. Not everybody knows everything. And pretending to know something is just disingenuous. And you're never going to get that here on School Search or The Real Forno Show or any of the other shows on our platform. Just ask Dave. Dave is about as genuine as they come. Like, that's just how we operate. Real talk. And that real talk... Uh, hold on. I think Odie's got plastic in his mouth. Uh-oh. Lefty defensive line right now should be a pretty high priority. I agree with you. 100% it should be. And obviously an edge rusher is that. Especially, especially if we lose Daniil Hunter to free agency. They've got to do something there to address that. Because if they don't, we're in hurting status. We need guys that can rush the passer. I would love to have yep. him in the middle and I would love to have him on the edge. And the more we can get there and stack, the better. Now, the question is, where do you get them with the other needs we have on the team? Mm-hmm. But they should be high priorities for this year's draft. You know, we're talking quarterback, obviously, but pass rushers, whether it be the interior or outside on the edge, are mm-hmm. a must. So I hope that answers your question. Lefty, or your statement. Yeah, sorry about that. I found that piece. He, he had a piece of plastic in his mouth. And that's going to be the show. Latu, really good football player. Major medical questions that we will have answers to in time. And it is going to be interesting to see what happens with him. But the, the film tells you he's a very good player. And I'm really excited to see what that looks like. We're going to be back. Wednesday night with our first mock draft of the year. We're going to do a live mock draft. It's going to be a great time. And I can't wait. Oh, yes, he is. We're going to have a great time. 
Until then, I'm Tyler. He's Dave. Skull Vikings. Skull Vikings. Like. Subscribe. And ring the bell to get notifications. It helps us grow this community. And we all love our Minnesota Vikings. And on behalf of Tyler Fornis and myself, Dave Stefano, thank you so dearly for watching The Real Forno Show. Skull, everyone! Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This has been a Vikings First and Skull production. Part of the Fans First Sports Network.